Hello, I'm Patrick Gakko, and this is my series Superhuman You, helping you reach your true potential through music, the power of imagination, and more. And today we're joined by Dr. Rose Rutecki. Uh, how are you doing, Rose? I'm doing great, Patrick. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, thank you for thank you so much for joining. I'm excited uh, for this episode. So I'm just gonna, you know, tell the listeners a little bit about you, Dr. Rose Ruteki, Farm MD, uh, IF MC. Farm, farm D. You would farm have D. To, <laughs> huh? Farm D. Farm D. Farm D. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Farm D. Oh, okay, you'd have to tell us a little bit of, of some of these acronyms. Um, is a pharmacist board certified in functional medicine by the Institute of Functional Medicine. She's always been passionate about health and wellness. Um, Rose helps peak performance individuals find the root cause to their condition and optimize their health. Um, and we're really glad to have you today. So one question that I have for you is, um, how do you think the power of visualization help you achieve health and wellness? That's a great question, Patrick. So visualization is the first step in order to heal and to achieve any goals that you have in life. I, uh, my work is mostly with uh, high performers, individuals like entrepreneurs, uh, CEOs, people that have their own businesses, professionals. And then the way that I help them and guide them into achieve a certain health goal is to use the same, um, direction or the same uh, energy that they put into achieving their current goals. And when you found a company or your business, you have to visualize first yourself how to get there, right? So you mm -hmm. see yourself uh, achieving that goal, getting there. So I tell them, use do that same energy towards your yeah. health. Okay. And then when we visualize ourselves, that's a great exercise that we can start doing, like closing our eyes and thinking how we're going to feel and how our life is going to change when we achieve mm -hmm. that health goal. So for example, you want to lose weight and you have tried so many ways and then uh, you sabotage yourself, right? Because you start doing yeah. things and then you stop. So how you can continue achieving your goal and the first way is first thing is to visualization imaginary and seeing yourself achieving that goal and how you're going to feel when you lose the weight probably you're going to feel better you're going to have less pain you're going to be able to run with your children and then you in that way you retrain your brain so it's about retraining because the brain has neuroplasticity so we can mold it into different uh, I, what we want, but we have to first train it. So the brain doesn't know if you, uh, from an old idea or an old memory or a new memory that you're creating with visualization, okay? So the brain doesn't know which one is real or which one is not real. So if you start retraining your brain now, telling your brain, okay, I want to achieve this goal. I want to be pain-free. I want to lose weight. You write down your goals, you feel your way, yourself getting there, and that's the way that you can achieve it, by seeing yourself there. I, I mean, I really, I really do like that, that uh, perspective. You know, one, one follow-up question is, like most people have, you know, I've struggled with weight my entire life, right? Um, and one of the, the challenges even in visualizing is the moment you visualize right after, you visualize the pain that comes along with exercising or, 
you know, just feeling hungry by changing your diet and things like that. And usually, like, as, you know, as many diets there are out there, there's not, no replacement, no substitute for cutting down your calories and working out and exercising, right? Um, there, there, there are so many things that are out there. And so how do you overcome that, that right after you're done visualizing your thinner self and more athletic and more in shape self, you visualize the pain that comes along with, with getting, getting there. Yeah. Well, there's going to be always a path to any goal that we want to achieve. And then, uh, if, for example, if someone wants to lose weight, I like to work with people into not being hungry and, you know, eating. I, I actually have a patient that she lost 40 pounds and she didn't do any exercise because she was, she had an autoimmune condition and she had a lot of pain in her body. So we were not focusing on going an hour, three hours to the gym. We were just focusing on taking out foods, some food sensitivities, and then also giving her the nutrition that she needed. So she was not hungry. Okay. And then she was determined, she was focused, and we were able to achieve that goal. And then uh, the mind plays a really a big important role. And then there's so many temptation, temptations out there, you know, especially, you know, when we talk about eating, if you go to a lot of business meetings and there's always alcohol or food that might not be the best. So what I usually tell my patients, just eat some, eat before you go anywhere, right? Because you don't know what, what food is going to be served there. And if you go hungry, right, right. you're going right. to eat everything that they have there. So that will be a, a, a good way to try to help you to lose weight. Another thing that I am very passionate about is telling patients just take out all your processed food, you know, clean your pantry. I have a patient that mm. when we go through all the lists, I give them a big list of everything that you can eat. So it's a huge list. And yeah. then the patients like it because I like, go, oh, wow, I can eat all this. But then when they mm. check their pantry, they're like, oh my God, I have to throw away almost everything in my pantry because right. everything that I had was food that I call it dead, right? It's right, dead right, food. Sure. Yeah. We want to leave, we want to eat food that is alive. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a very great point with, with regards to processed food. Uh, I try my best to stay away from those, uh, for sure. And so, I mean, I, I know you talked about a, a lot about, you know, health, wellness, and we've been focusing mostly on dietary. But I think overall, as you're helping your, um, you know, as you're helping people, what do you think is someone's number one priority? Um, like, what would you say? I mean, we can, we, we compete with a lot of priorities. Everybody mm -hmm. is fighting for our time uh, and attention. And, and what should somebody every day they wake up in the morning be their number one priority? Uh, why they need to be their number one priority? No, what should their number one priority be? Oh, well, that depends also um, in a set of values. But I always tell people that you should be your first priority. You should come first before anybody else, especially, you know, when we're parents or, you know, we have our children or maybe we're, we have, we think about our parents or family members, work, our company, everybody comes before us and then our health is going to suffer, right? Because when you're giving and giving and giving, you're not filling up the tank, your own tank of love, right? Because if you want to give love to others, if you want to give to your employees, if you want to give to your family, you have to give to yourself first. Right. And, at, and yeah. at least, you know, any form of um, that 
any activity that will bring you joy to fill your tank of love. That's what I call it, right? If you need to go for a walk, if you need to go get a massage, if you need to do a prayer, whatever is in your set of values that will center you and bring you back into, into peace and to feel that you have give yourself time, love and attention, then you can give that to others. That's the first right. step in any healing. And a lot of my patients, um, when they go through that, because I tell them you have to be number one, number two, number three, and number four, because usually they taking care of so many people. And that's why their yeah. health got in the place that it got because they forgot about themselves. And yeah. then when they remember that, that they're first, they see resistance with the family. I got right. that with one patient too. Like my, my husband is not too happy that I'm, you know, putting myself first, that I'm taking care of myself. Yeah. But then the husband realized the change in her that he enrolled in the program. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because he saw how good she was feeling, how much weight she lost. She was shining, yeah. amazing. And he wanted to feel that way too. Right. So yeah, that's why sure. it's so important to put yourself first. Yeah, I mean, the, the way I usually think about it is, and, and that's part of, of being self-aware, right, is... You know, I think of life uh, um, as a play, right, or a movie where we are the main character in it. But sometimes you got to take yourself out and look at the movie of, the, of your life and how you're playing that character. And we, and we rarely take that um, because if you take out the main character, then the story falls apart. And so it's just, it goes back to the same thing. If you don't take care of yourself, the story yes. that you're trying to build with your life will not be there it becomes irrelevant everybody else will have their own story and i tell that to my kids all the time you know it's your life um it's your story that you're trying to create and you're the main character and so you got to take care of yourself um as being the main character 100 percent. yeah <laughs> i agree with um, you no. and so i mean you talked a lot about you know kind of mental and and emotional but you know, you also talk about physical and I think a lot of people don't make a connection between the two and how, you know, your mind, your emotion, your spirit kind of interact with your body. And so would you be able to kind of talk about, you know, the connection between those two? Yes. Um, you know, your mind and your body. Yeah. So the mind and body connection in functional medicine, uh, it's, it's different. When you go to a regular doctor, they're just going to see your physical, right? Like your labs. Mm -hmm. And then they see everything and they, oh, you're fine. Go home. And then the person is totally not feeling well, right? So yeah. having specific set of numbers or labs that says that you're feeling that you're good, that doesn't mean that you're doing good, right? And then they tell you yeah. it's all in your head. Uh, the mental uh, aspect also is so important with your, you know, your spiritual and your body because we're all one thing. We're all a whole system mm -hmm. that we're connected. And if we don't take yeah. care of the whole system, then we're not going to see health. Like, for example, there's some people that in the past that they might go through trauma, uh, experience mm -hmm. really bad things, even experience trauma while being in the womb of their mothers. Right. So maybe when your mom was pregnant, your mom went through a very traumatic experience. And that's a question that I always ask my patients. How was the pregnancy of your mom? Did your mom experience any trauma? Because there are studies now that are showing that if you go through any trauma, emotional, physical, it will show up 
as a disease. It could show up as a disease later. It could show up as a cancer. Mm -hmm. It could show up as an autoimmune condition. And if we don't heal our, our traumas, our past, our emotions, we might not be able to move forward into having a good health. And some people are yeah. stuck there. Like they, they feel that they're trying, they're in a great shape. They're eating amazing. They're taking their supplements, but they're still feeling sick or they develop a, a very limited condition, but they never tend into the, the part that is so important is the emotional and mental part. Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I definitely agree with, with your point. I mean, the way I always think about it is, you know, you have your physical body, which is the, the, real, the most real part of you, um, because without it, you know, you, you won't exist. And then outside is an outer shell, which is your emotional body as well. And, and a lot of us kind of forget about that. Um, mm -hmm. And I suddenly agree that taking care of our emotions and our feelings and making sure that there's resolution to, to every feeling, right? Um, yes. And also avoiding people's poison. Because I think that's one of the oh. biggest things is, like you mentioned with the mother, that's a poison um, that was spilled on her and she transmitted to the child. And same thing throughout your life. You have people just kind of spilling their emotional poison on you. <laughs> I call and, it you know, the, the vampires, the, the exactly. emotional, they, they right. suck your energy. And that's another important part in healing, right? Who you're surrounding mm -hmm. yourself with, who are your relationship with, who, who are the people that you're spending time with. You are, you are the, you are the five people you surround yourself, right? So if you're surrounded right. with people that are not good, that's how you're going to turn. Like if you want to, if maybe you want to achieve health, well, maybe you need to hang out with people that value health, right? Or you want to be, have a successful business. Well, instead of being maybe with your high school friends that are drinking and partying all the weekend, mm -hmm. you are going to start hanging out with people that are successful, so successful business owners. So they can teach you and you can learn from them and then you get inspired by them. Right. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, one, one thing I want to come back to is is just kind of thinking about, you know, health holistically and beyond just what the doctors tell you, mm -hmm. you know, running, um, you know, doing blood work or some kind of test and things like that, that, you know, medical doctor and, and those those have merit. But thinking about your holistic health, mental and emotional health, um, you know, when I think about being able to achieve a certain goal, I think in this society we're so focused on, you know, I want to get promoted, I want to be a leader here, I want to achieve this particular goal. And can you just, you know, kind of reiterate the importance and how the role that health plays in, in to be able to achieve that goal? Um, 100%. If you, if you don't have health, if you, you will not be able to achieve the things that you want in life, right? If you feel mm -hmm. tired, if you feel fatigued, if you're drained, if you're not sleeping well, the next day you're not going to be able to perform well. So we need to value sleep again. Right now in the society mm -hmm. that we're living, it's all about like who sleep less. Oh, I just slept four hours. I woke up at four in the right. morning. I'm such an overachiever. <laughs> and I get those people too, right? And then when you yeah. see them, they look older of what they really are, right? They're aging right. faster. So if yeah. you are an entrepreneur or someone that wants to, you're building something, you want to have health to enjoy what you're building, 
right? You don't want right. to build an empire and then not be able to enjoy it. So exactly. we have to yeah. have a balance. We have to have a balance and also understand that, you know, things might not need to f- uh, happen really fast, but because we have to put our health first, our mental, spiritual health first in order to build something that is strong enough that we can enjoy. Right. That's true. That's my take. And, you know, one thing, well, one, one thing that I, I do believe firmly is that once you start taking care of your health, your emotional, mental, and spiritual health, and, and building wealth in that particular arena, uh, not necessarily financial wealth, but, you know, being really rich from, from a physical and health standpoint, it's as though the universe kind of conspires and helps you, and you actually wind up achieving a lot more than, than you would have had you, you know, put everything to the side and just gone 100% overachiever. You know, you kind of follow, kind of like a, you know, airplanes following the airstream uh, as opposed to going against it. Um, you know, I, that's that's what at least my experience it is has been. Every time I've tried to to achieve and and put everything to the side and not take care of myself, I've wound up uh, taking a lot longer yes. than I should have otherwise. Yes. <laughs> um. So this is great. This is awesome. And and you know, I think I think. But you know, I, I really admire you for for really spearheading this this kind of you know functional um, medicine, and and I think it's very important because people don't take care of themselves. I mean, um, the this idea that when you see people on TV, you see um, you know celebrities or um, these uh, high achiever entrepreneurs, they only talk about how hard they work, but they never really. Uh, reveal all of the self-care and, and self-attention they, 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 they put into it, you know, and it kind of misle- is very misleading in terms of when you're trying to, um, you know, emulate somebody. And, you know, I'm really happy that you have people like yourself that are really kind of spearheading that because, you know, I had to learn the, and, and I had to learn the hard way and I had to learn to see, seeing how my parents, their life turned out to understand, okay, I got to take care of myself. Yes. Else, you know, it's it's a marathon (laughs) we learn a lot with our parents right because that's a generation Mm -hmm. that they work so hard and they never they never put themselves first and then uh Mm -hmm. and then you see their health perish and then how much they suffer and then how much they cannot enjoy everything that they're built because they never put themselves as a priority they just work 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 took care of their children and then now they can't enjoy it so yeah, well, I'm definitely I learn a lot from and from elderly, from my parents, and uh, and it's a life lesson. Now we need to it has part of philosophy, right? You sometimes you don't need to, you know, go through that to learn. You can learn from others and then not repeat that behavior. Absolutely, absolutely, I, I totally agree. Yeah. So um, tell me if anybody wants to reach out to you or get in contact, how should they do it? They can. Uh, access me uh, through my website uh, www.functional-pharmacy.com and I'm also on Instagram and I I give tons of information like great uh, information to take care of yourself of your life and then my handle is uh, at Dr. Rosemary underscore Rutecki oh okay perfect oh awesome I want to end. I want to end with one thing. I want to end with that because I wrote this quote 
and I loved it. It's, uh, it's from Albert Einstein, and it says, imagination is more important than knowledge. That I will definitely, definitely, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> because when we imagine, yes, you, you know, you imagine yourself achieving great things. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how much knowledge you have. But if you don't see yourself using that knowledge for a bigger purpose, then it's nothing. Right. So imagination Absolutely. is key. Yeah, it is. It is key. It's the cornerstone. I mean, everything that exists has, was once imagined. So yes, uh, it is definitely the cornerstone. So thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Thank you so much, Rose, for joining us. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you for having and, me. Um, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I encourage everybody to try to be a superhuman every day they can. Yes. And I encourage everybody to take care of their health, right? Mental and emotional and spiritual. Number and one. until uh, next time. Bye, Patrick. Thank you so much. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.